Hello Libra friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Libra March 2023 astrology horoscope forecast. Calling the theme of this month, Libra's level up and I will go into all the details of why I have that there for you. This is for you. If Libra is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other placement that you're watching for, what we're going to talk about here is part of your astrological picture. And if you're a very late degree Libra friend, so birthdays like October 15th through the rest of the sign or around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Scorpio report because you very late degree friends will benefit from both the Libra and Scorpio readings. Okay, so we've got a lot to talk about. Here's my list we're going to go off of. And the first thing we notice here is look at all this Aries energy. And wow, there's even more because even this Pisces in Sun is going to get into Aries later in the month. This Mercury later in the month will also get into Aries. So, and then we're also going to have the new moon in Aries. So we've got like 10 fire things going on. And in general, this is really, really good for Libra because even though the, this is opposing your sign, which we'll talk about what that means in a second here, fire speaks the language of air. These are little complements for each other. And whenever there are fiery energies, this really works well for Libra. So everyone will experience the potential of a massive amount of motivation, inspiration, impetus, oomph, readiness to make radical change, readiness to do bold things. We haven't seen stars like this for a long time, and we're not going to see them for a long time, okay? Not only is all of this oomph, get up and go, forward moving, new beginnings energy coming from Aries being all over the place. Also, Pluto, big dog Pluto, changing signs into fellow air sign Aquarius. This is great news for Libras. We'll get to that. But that's a new beginning. We have Saturn, who has been in fellow air sign who's now moving into water sign Pisces. That is a new beginning. And we have Mars, which has been in fellow air sign for seven months, now transitioning. And we'll talk about what all that means. But my point here is to illustrate that this is a time of new beginnings. And it is very, very unique um, in general and for this year, because we're not going to have this much of a fire frenzy that is also associated with all of these direct planets direct planets, meaning they're moving forward in their orbit. So all of the personal planets, <clears throat> meaning the ones closest to us, and the outer planets are all moving direct. So this means forward motion of unprecedented magnitude. This means making up for all of the stagnation that's occurred from August of 2022 through January of 2023, making up for that big time in leaps and bounds new beginnings like or so far i mean it's it's every this energy is so new that it's hard for me to convey in words just what a big deal this is so if you have to do anything important the end of january through around april 7th is your big window of freedom from those retrograde energies then we'll start to go into mercury shadow period and then we'll get into the eclipses although we are starting eclipse season this month and we'll talk about that you know this period of time is the most free that we're going to see in a long time coupled with the most fire. So this is, you know, the time to take action. So let's talk a little bit about this leveling up business because it is stepping into a time for Libras to really up their game. And here's why this Aries stuff is just a prelude to what's coming because 
from the end of 2021 through the end of 2023, we've been in a Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle, which also means that these transiting nodes have been in Taurus and Scorpio. And those of this earth and water business is a little bit of an awkward angle for y'all. So that hasn't been easy. It's been bringing up the topics of your stuff versus other people's stuff, your shared finances, jostling around resources, a lot of relationship stuff, deep relationship stuff. And that trend will continue. But here's what's changing. May we do have a Scorpio eclipse. But in April, we have the first of the series of Aries Libra eclipses. Okay, we're going to start out with an eclipse at the end of Aries. We'll talk about that more when we get into the April report. But for now, it's important to know that you're about to, you're on the precipice here of, you know, a whole new game-changing, life-changing cycle where the eclipses will be flip-flopping between Libra and Aries, so they'll either be in your sign or opposing your sign. Again, bringing up the MeWe sector, this is kind of the story of your life, but it's activated at sometimes more than others. And this is one of those times. So, you know, you're really restructuring how you do you, how you do relationship. And a lot of changes are happening with your relationship with yourself and other people. So even though the eclipse, the first eclipse isn't happening until towards the end of April, the eclipse season starts four to six weeks before the actual eclipse. So that puts us very firmly into March as starting to see hints, signs, get news of the radical changes that are to come. And, you know, they will be big. They could be very, very, very life-changing. And you'll start to notice that happening now. But one of the other things that I really love about this time is not only is there the impetus and the motivation and the inspiration and the oomph and, you know, all of the incentive to make change, there's also the clarity not having those retrograde planets works wonders for clarity and Mars getting out of Gemini, where it tends to vacillate, the energies of Gemini go back and forth, can also be a very big part of that indecision dissolving away into clarity. And, you know, the, the energy of Aries is like a forward, direct moving line of energy. And so this is like the certainty, the, you know, the, the power behind the one choice where you're, you're blazing into that. So this is a time where you're, you know, you're really solidifying some of those choices that you've been toying with and having to pick between things. You know, and Libra friends do tend to look at the other sides of things a lot too. So you're, by nature, you tend to say, what are they thinking? What are I thinking? What's this side? What's that side? And kind of get stuck in that back and forth. And Mars has only facilitated that for you. So now it's a time to level up. And this is a very big month. It's like the introduction into your new leveling up that's going to start multiple years of this storyline of continuing to bring everything in your life up, up, up to a higher vibration, up, up, up to more of the life that you want, up, up, up for accountability for yourself and others. And, you know, just can go across the board and really restructure everything. One of the keys to your happiness and joy at this time is going to be in getting help from others and supporting other people. This seventh house of relationships is lit up like crazy. And as I said, sun will get there. Mercury will get there. The new moon will be there. The astrological new year when the sun gets into Aries will start there. And a bunch of connections between these Aries placements, which we'll talk about the dates of, of, and the nature of those soon. But all of this is happening in your house of relationships. So 
you know, finding your perfect person to finish the project that you've been waiting on, finding your perfect per person to let you or help you or teach you or guide you to how to level up in every area of your life. You can level up your game in all of the fields of experience in your life, you know, yourself, your physical body, your recognition, your, um, you know, just everything about your image, your, your finances, your communication, your home and family, your creativity, your health, your relationships, your deeper relationships, your education and learning and branching out to different countries, your work, your friendships, networking, and your quiet personal pursuits. You can level up in all of these things. And this, this is starting now. And in order to to get to those places and all of those fields of experience that we have as humans represented by the houses in astrology, your clues are really firmly pointing towards having other people help you. And as independent as you are in many ways, this is really going to be important for you because, well, look, I mean, look at what's happening in your seventh house. You can try to avoid that, but hey, it's there anyway, right? Some of these are short-term planets, lighting it up especially now, and some of these are long-term planets. So, you know, just kind of think about professionals who are great at what you need help with. And also you stepping into more of your certainty with what you are helping other people with. This is also a house of clients. So if you're trying to expand your client base or your customer base, this is fantastic. Romantic love, business relationships, friendships, everything has all of this power. Um, and you're on the precipice of, of a longer term storyline here that's very much activated. Okay, so now let's talk about some dates. Um, we talked about the eclipses. So I'm going to go not in order of the calendar, but in order of what I'm excited about. <laughs> that's what I get to do, right? Which is fun. I get to pick which order we go in, and that's the order I want. So the first thing we're going to talk about is March 1st, March 2nd, Jupiter connecting with Venus. This is one of my favorite aspects ever. Um, although Jupiter can cause mischief, you know, can expand something and, and cause like an intensity that's not always what we're looking for, in general, you know, it's called the great benefic. It tends to bring positive change, luck, um, you know, a positive advancement. And Venus rules love, beauty, and money. You know, my grandma Marge, I always like to refer to her as the embodiment of Venus, would stick a meatball in my mouth, give me money, tell me how wonderful I am, hug me, you know, comfort, all of that Venusian stuff. Jupiter is going to come and expand it right through at the beginning. So if you have to do something important, if you have to, you know, in any of these areas of life that we talked about, you know, if you want to write a book and publish it, if you want to buy or sell a home, if you want to launch your creative project, if you want to start a relationship, if you want to make more money, if you want to, like, anything that you have to do or want to do, engagements, weddings, parties, travel, bringing your work out into the world, making big decisions, moves. The first couple of days of March are just glowing with this wonderful energy because when you start something new, it forms a like a birth chart for that project or that endeavor and solidifying this nice Jupiter-Venus energy into that chart can be amazing. So, you know, of course, follow the signs, follow your intuition. If you're not feeling it then, don't do anything, but there's certainly a lot of good energy in the general cosmos at this time. Okay, so looking at the chart, you can see that all of this Aries energy 
um, a lot of these things are bumping and rumping up against each other. So right here at the beginning of the month, Jupiter and Venus is together and all kinds of wonderful things can come from that. I remember one Jupiter-Venus um, conjunction. My family and I were going to a baseball game. We hadn't gone since I was little. This is something that we had I had done with my dad. And we had the best time. It was so fortuitous. Somebody actually, an, a police officer, gave us tickets, free tickets to the game. Um, and Big Poppy was playing his, I don't know if you know Big Poppy, but he's an amazing um, baseball player who was playing his last um, away game. And that was that game. We happened to just stumble upon that. And the crowd was especially rambunctious. And, you know, just like things that you couldn't think of, things that I, there's no way that I could describe all the possibilities of how this could manifest, but this was like, you know, something comforting. We got the free tickets. It was, was with my loved ones. This was luck. This was fortune. And you've got this in your relationship space. So, you know, you can kind of see how that energy can manifest. Now let's jump to the end of the month, because like I said, I'm going in order of what I'm excited about, not necessarily the calendar order. <laughs> so, um, March 27th and 28th, Mercury is going to be together with Jupiter. So at the beginning of the month, Mercury is in Aquarius. So it zoom races through Pisces, then it gets through and gets up to where Jupiter is going to be. That will be in your house of relationships again. And this is big news, big information projects. Um, if you're trying to start a course or find your perfect education to level up, you might need to learn some things. This could be amazing for you. If you're trying to start something like you're teaching or putting information out, this is an amazing launch time. This month is so full of amazing launch times. And these two sets of dates, the first and second, and the 27th, 28th are among my absolute favorites. Okay, so in the days around March 20th and 21st, we've got the sun moving into Aries and then the new moon in Aries um, at zero degrees. So that's, um, you know, a pile up of newness, new beginnings, great time to create a vision board. In those days around 20th, 21st, really all month is good for this. But, you know, in general, when the sun gets into Aries, the, the universe is really receptive to seed planting. And so you can make your vision boards full of the things you want to create in your life. This is real. I have heard so many people seeing it for myself. When you make a vision board and clip out things that you want to create, whether it's something as simple as a new wardrobe or redoing your bedroom or it's travel or it's your business goals or your relationship goals. And then you pick out pictures and it's a very fun project. I love doing it myself. You can even do it online virtually, but you want to try to have it posted somewhere where your subconscious mind will see it regularly so that it can impress upon that space of creation and help manifest these things. But this is also a great start date, you know, um, the 20th, 21st. It has a lot of energy for new beginnings um, and planting seeds. And also remember, too, that if nothing big happens this month, it would be surprising because, wow, look at this, right? Um you could be planting seeds. And if you tune into it, you might feel like, wow, okay, yeah, maybe nothing very clear happened, but I feel that sizzle of potentiality. I feel that sizzle of manifestation, you know, in this seed that's starting to germinate now. And it might take a little bit to see the plants and the fruit grow from it. But, you know, you could, it's very rich with possibilities for the future. So things you do now can echo out into the future in a really big way. Okay, then there's one, I don't want to say I'm at, not as excited about it, but <laughs> you can see I'm talking about it last in my little um, Aries connection list here. Jupiter getting together with Chiron. Okay, so yes, amazing things can come from this. Um, but Chiron is the wounded healer and Jupiter is the expander. So 
you can kind of put two and two together there of what that could look like. These big outer, outer heavenly bodies connecting. You'll probably be feeling that all month, not just around the 11th and 12th, because, you know, they're big and they're, they're slow moving. And so when they come into this configuration, it echoes out before and after. So you might have a vulnerability, a deep, you know, fear, something that's been interfering with your self-esteem and stopping you from leveling up might come out into the open and feel very vulnerable and yucky. But from Jupiter exacerbating it, from dealing with it, it's very possible that it can be fixed. And that's the part that we like. Um, and that's the part that can also happen. And all this stuff can happen very relatively quickly too, because Aries, you know, just imagine it is the baby of the Zodiac. You know, it's like rumping and bumping and just like so full of wonder and energy and excitement and, you know, impulsivity, there's going to be that as well. So watch yourself, you know, you might find that you spend a ton of money with that Jupiter Venus, um, you know, and if you can afford it, cool. If you have to make a big purchase, like something that you've been really wanting of a material nature or something that will make your experience more sustainable or whatever it is in the material realm, this is also a great month to make big purchases like that. Okay, so let's talk about, doo, 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 doo. all right, let's just talk about the full moon real quick before we get on to the planets changing signs. In the days around March 7th, look out for this full moon in Virgo, bringing fullness, completion, fruition, drama to your unconscious world, your inner world, your fears and phobias. That could be a little bit dicey. You know, it is highly emotional. Um, it is definitely offset by all of this fire. And I'm hoping, you know, I'm a fire sign and I have a ton of fire in my chart. So generally this time of year, I get kind of a little bogged down because the sun in Pisces, Mercury, whatever things are in Pisces, you know, that doesn't, doesn't really speak our language as, as vital, you know, crackling fire and air energies. Um, so, but it will be there. Those things will be there, you know, and so this full moon in Virgo can bring up some health things, can bring up some mental um, worries and things like that. But again, all of this is purposeful because if it comes out, then you can better use all this energy of creation and manifestation to see what you want. Sometimes you have to get face to face to be reminded about what you don't want to help use your powers to create what you do want. So just kind of leave a little space around the, those days, the 7th and 8th or so, if you can, because you might just need a little space and a little downtime. And if you have, have some openness, it will be helpful. Okay, so let's talk about these changes now. This is, um, so we've got three planets changing signs this month. I mean, we have more than that. You know, as I said, Mercury is changing signs a couple of times. That's not very exciting because that happens really often. You know, what I'm talking about with planets changing signs is something that's more noteworthy, like Mars having been in Gemini for seven months, which is unusual. It just happened to be there because of the retrograde cycle and it's changing signs. So from August until now, you've had Mars making trines with your Libra placements. Hopefully that's brought some great things for you in your sector of um, teaching and learning and international business and languages and culture and your philosophies on life, the way you see things. And now Mars is going to shuffle along into your house of work, career, father figures. And remember that, well, maybe I've never told you this before, but if you've listened to my work, you know, I talk about Mars as a border collie, the border collie of the Zodiac, I like to call him. Because if you've ever been around a border collie, they're completely obsessive. They obsess, my border collie obsesses about pine needles. She likes me to throw pine needles 5,000 times. So 
this border collie is going to get into your work space and either things in your work will be stalking you like you have to do stuff or you're going to be obsessed with your work, your advancements, things your father might need help and you're really focused. Maybe your dad or father figures helping you. Um, you know, sometimes I see other parents or, you know, mother or um, step family or, or something come up in this house. It's, it, it, it could be of any gender or, you know, mom or dad. This is like traditionally the dad house. And we do see a lot of father figure, father stuff come up here. But, you know, if you were raised by a single mom and she's super strong and she was the Saturnian um, anchor in your life, maybe some stuff will come up with her. So in any case, it's very active with that energy of authority figures. And either you will be working on becoming more of your own authority figure um, or you'll be kind of working some things out with others. Then we've got Saturn changing signs going into Pisces. So for years, Saturn has been making nice angles for you, helping you to build your creativity, helping you to have foundational efforts with children, your own or others, bucket list projects, you know, anything that you're working on that's a passion project. And you might get some really big gifts at this time. So this is something notable. Before we talk about where Saturn's going, let's talk about the fact that when Saturn is somewhere, it kind of busts your chops. I've seen many people, myself included, have trouble with pregnancies like miscarriages and things when Saturn was moving through the fifth house of children. And I've also seen it happen very commonly that somebody's being hazed in that department or having some other problem with, you know, a child in their life, if their child needing help or something. And then as Saturn moves out of that house, often the pregnancy comes or the, you know, the, the resolution comes, or this could also be romance. These are, um, this is a romantic energy as well. So you've had a lot of heaviness in these departments and the extent to which you have put the work in, Saturn wants you to work hard and be disciplined, is the extent to which you're going to have the Saturn gifts. So look out for your Saturn gifts and um, it should be in those arenas where you were doing the work. And now it's going to help you improve your health. It's going to help you have better stress management. And sometimes when I say help, I mean busting your chops until you do something about it. All right, so let's hope that a word to the wise will be sufficient. And if you can get a leg up here and start dealing with stress management and your supplements and your, you know, um, anything having to do with your health and your regimen and your lifestyle, Saturn is here to kind of say, all right, time to get this area of your life in line. If you have animals that are not managed, animal training, this is a, an animal pet house, you know, just just imagine any combination of like, the authoritarian figure, the disciplinarian coming into the energy of your daily routine, your systems. If you have chaos in your house, this Saturn can help you build systems, you know, so that you don't. So that's what, that's what's going on there. And Saturn will be there from now, March 8th, until around sometime in 2026. So you've got three years of this storyline there. Then we have Pluto changing signs. Now, Pluto is going to dance back and forth between late degree Cap and early degree Aquarius for a while. It has actually been already influencing early Aquarius for a while because it's been close enough to be doing that. But this is really good news for you. So as you're losing your trine from Saturn moving on, you're gaining an even bigger powerful figure here in the universe um, to go into your fellow signs. So you've got over 20 years 
So dancing back and forth between 2023 and 2024, but never being far enough away to not be influencing in Aquarius. And so from 2024 to 2044, this is going to be Pluto in Aquarius's time. And so transformation, birth, death, rebirth, Phoenix rising from the ashes. I like to call Pluto your own personal power plant or nuclear power plants or whatever kind of power plant you got there. You're going to have that energy in your house of creativity. And whether that's creative babies, like a book or art or acting, or you're a fashionista or, you know, you're a de designer or whatever your Libra story is, or whether it's actual human babies or someone else's children that you care for or whatever is going on there, true love, faded relationships, um, all of that is really getting supercharged. So this is a very long-term transit, but we often see some notable things happen at the time that it bursts through. So be looking out for that. Okay. So I've given you a lot of dates this month, but if you want more dates and you want to know what aspects, what dates, what we can expect from them delivered to your inbox one month early, and you want to access my archives, Go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. There's a place to just put your email address and your name in, and you'll get access to my newsletters. Um, and I give lots of free goodies to people on my newsletter list, promos that other people don't get, and all of this astrological goodness to help you make the most of the planetary possibilities. Now, if you love my free stuff and you want access to more at a very reasonable rate here, go to my exclusive and early content portal at anniebastrology.com. Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. All these links are also in the notes underneath the video or podcast. And you can see my 2023 retrograde calendar. So we do have a very retrograde year. If you are not able to fit in things within this open window and or you want to just do planning for the rest of the year, you can see when the most open times are going to be from the retrogrades and what that story is, as well as Jupiter moving through the signs, um, the exact dates that you'll have those oppositions from Jupiter being in Aries, um, crossing your placements, all of that is there. DIY stuff for your birth chart um, and all kinds of stuff. So you can see that at Annie, the letter B, astrology.com. And if you want to learn astrology to be an astrologer, I can help you to do that. As you notice, I'm a teacher. I don't just tell you what may happen. I tell you why, because that is how I roll. So if you want to do astrology professionally, you can benefit from the fact that I've been a very successful entrepreneur for 25 years, and I've been an online entrepreneur for, gosh, at least 17 years. So I can teach you how to do all that stuff and give a kick butt reading every time, narrow down the infinite amount of things you can talk about in a chart to what will be most helpful to the clients. So go to beastropro.com, beastropro.com. If you want to just start with the basics, I have an Astrology Basics and Beyond course. I also have a free Unleash Your Money Magnet course and a wellness, free wellness course, which you can see at loomlife.com, L-U-M-E, life.com. If you don't like the visuals, you can listen to the podcast version. And if you are listening to the podcast, and sometimes I have visuals like I do this month, you can see the syndicated um, YouTube version of this podcast. I hope you have a wonderful month, and I'll see you next month.